on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And today, I got a guy. By the name of Montreal Williams. Some of you may know him for his vile video overseas going across a man like he was Vince Carter or somebody. You know, but he's from my local area, the 252. Out of, he's out of Rocky Mount as well and all. His story is quite interesting, man, because he didn't take the normal route to go to college to play basketball. It was, it was a weird situation. So, Montreal, how you doing today, man? It's good to have you on the show. It's good to be here, man. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That is great, man. That's great. So, like I was saying, your journey was kind of interesting, so the viewers are listening. Let's talk about your journey. Let's talk about how it all started. When did you love the game of basketball? Where did it start? Uh, I, mean, I loved the game of basketball since I was about three or four. I started uh, – I don't even – I can't even tell you, man. Like, I know we was, we was moving <laughs> everywhere. We moved – my mom moved around everywhere. So I know I started dribbling the ball, but basically dribbling the ball around this – I used to stay in Scotland, North Carolina. Okay. You know, it ain't, it ain't really nothing down there. So, you know, I, I just, just dribble, you know what I'm saying? Just dribble and just walk around dribbling the ball, and that, I, it went from there. I got you. I got you. I had my grandma and all them. I got, well, the older family, the ancestors, as I should say, they from um, Scotland, but mm-hmm. I had never been down there. But um, let's talk about your high school journey, man. Um, And it was weird, right? So, like, let, let's dive into that. And um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I know you didn't play varsity basketball. I know you didn't play basketball on the big stage, on the varsity level. But you end up going to college to play basketball. So let's talk about all this, the sequence of events that happened, like, between that time frame while you was in high school overall. All right. So uh, <laughs> my name grade year, <laughs> my name grade year, I, I, I didn't play my name grade year. Um, my 10th grade year, I actually, you know, I played AAU. I played AAU all four years. So. I played for the Raptors, Tar River Raptors, and um, it was out of Rocky Mountain or whatever. And um, basically, I tried out for the team my uh, sophomore year, and um, one of my homeboys, he was like kind of a star player, Tayshawn Mabry. He was a star player of Rocky Mountain, you know. So he always right, right. used to tell me like, "Yo, you need to try out for the team." So I tried out, you know. I made the junior varsity team, and um, me and me and coach, me and the coach, we never really got along. I, I wouldn't say like we never, mm-hmm. he never really like me that much, Coach Gannon. Like, and I always thought he was cool or whatever, but right, right. he didn't really like me uh, much, I guess. And um, I played, so I played for uh, Coach Cruder. Coach Cruder was our coach name, Coach C. And um, okay. it was like, we had a real, you know, we had a bond or whatever. And um, I played half the season. I cut my hair, you know, because you had to cut your hair to play at Rocky Mountain High. So, oh, wow. You did? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Finish up. Let's go. Keep yeah, Let's, let's dive in there. <laughs> so, he uh, told us we had to cut our hair or whatever, or you had to have an afro, basically. You can't have, like, uh, uh, cornrows. You can't have dreads, none of that. So I cut my hair, and um, 
he, I played half the season. I think I averaged about 20, um, 30 points a game, something like that. And um, some of the some of the players who played with me, they got moved up to varsity. And that they, that kind of like drew a red flag. I'm like, okay, I'm the I'm the leading scorer on varsity. You know, I'm doing I'm like basically contributing more than the people on varsity doing on varsity. So I'm I understand why he didn't move me up. So um, hmm. I used to ask Coach Kuda like, Yo, why why am I getting moved up? You know, some of the guys who's coming off the bench on JV, they going to varsity. Like, what's going on? And he like he didn't really know. So uh, I was like, man, you know, I'm gonna just keep working. So during in the middle of the season. I think maybe around Christmas or something like that. Uh, I had got I had got in trouble in school for talking. I was talking in class, and mm-hmm. um, I got sent to ISS, which is in school suspension. And um, after that, he just I had he told me uh, the the head coach or, or the varsity he was our uh, athletic director. So he called me to his office and was like, you know, you're no longer on the team, you know. And I was like, I didn't even get suspended. I just you know I was just talking. I just had to sit in the ISS, and he was just like. No, you're just you're no longer on the team. So I was just like, man, you know, okay, I'm gonna just work from AAU. So I kept playing AAU in the summers. I was getting like a couple looks from D, a couple D ones. I had like Washington State, Delaware State. I had uh, a couple like D ones or whatever, like like really interested in me out of high school, and it was because of AAU. And I tried out again my my 11th grade year after he cut me. I tried out again my 11th grade year, and the the cuts came out, and I didn't make it. You know, and mm. During that time, it, they they really didn't have nobody. Like it was just you know, Tayshawn had left, had them committed to Rhode Island. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try to try it again. And I didn't make the team, and you know, mm. it kind of it kind of put a toll on you when you like, all right, okay, I'm doing all this. Like I'm playing, we playing pick up, we doing all this, and I'm doing all this to the varsity players. Like why ain't like why ain't make the team? And it kind of like put me down a little bit. I was kind of like sad about it and um I talked to my grandma and I talked to my my AAU coach Washington and coach Terrence and it was just like man mm. just keep going you know you don't, don't let it stop you so that's my whole high school like basically story wow that's a lot to to unravel so like let's talk about like how do you feel like for I mean I I don't know the situation at senior high whatever but from what you say I'm getting raw thoughts here so like mm-hmm. how did you feel about like a person telling you can't grow your own hair and like telling you not to grow your own hair and telling you that you can't play on the team unless you cut your hair. I know everybody has their own rules and stuff, but how did that make you feel like mentally? Like that's something that like makes you feel comfortable in yourself. Right. So like, yeah. how do you feel about that? I mean, like I was a kid, so, you know, kids like they do a little crazy stuff like with their hair, they like cornrows, you know, dreadlocks. So people do stuff like that, that define them. Like some people like dreads because, like they maybe their dad or mom is like a Jamaican, so they have dreads or mm-hmm. they grow up always having hair just because like they like hair. Like some people just like that. So I felt like I kind of felt like I didn't I didn't like it. It's a lot of people that didn't play actually play for senior high because of that rule. And that senior high was the only school that had that rule. Like you couldn't have hair because my brothers, uh, Darius and, and Deshaun Freeman, they played at Northern and they had like dreadlocks. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. senior high was basically the only school that you couldn't have. Like you couldn't have dreads or braids, and which I don't know what's what was that, that was more of a before? that was more of a coach move. That wasn't more of a school. That was more of the AD or something. That was like yeah, a, the AD, it was yep. a, it wasn't mandated. It wasn't like they had it. Like that was a, a a rule that could not be like it was a rule that they just created on their own, basically. Which is yeah, like, yep. Definitely, um, definitely. So how did that make you feel? Like you cut your hair off, and I'm pretty sure you love your hair. Then you get yeah. cut the next year. Like, did you feel like why would I cut my hair for this, and I'm not even going here? How did that mentally make you feel? I mean, I was I was sad about that because I couldn't even grow my hair back. Like, 
I'm sorry about that. I couldn't even grow my hair back. So I was like, I was sad about that. Like I couldn't like it made me it made me feel like all right, for one, I could have went to I could have went to any other school. Like I chose mm-hmm. to come here and I chose to cut my hair, which was a big decision for me. And I sat down and talked to my mom and my grandma about cutting my hair and I actually made the step to cut my hair and for him to cut me in the middle of the season after I cut my hair. Like I'm like, wow, I just wasted my time. Like I was real, I was mad. I was real mad about that. Whew, I can imagine that. And now you're uh without even playing varsity, you actually had a chance to go play D1 basketball. Like this is this is what is unique because most people tell you play high school, even if you play AAU, they tell you you play AAU to get looks, but the AAU or the college coaches usually come to the high school to really see you play. So they get their overall result of you yeah. in high school. So how did that work? And how did you manage to get that type of blessing to where like you didn't even play high school basketball just to play AAU and a team still took a shot on you without even playing yeah. any high school basketball? Yeah, it was it was like me to me, I was like, I was really surprised because when I started getting letters, like it was because of my AAU season, I mean, my AAU team, and I, I knew some of the schools, like most of the schools that I was talking to, like Washington, I was like Washington State was like real heavy on me. It was interested me in me a lot. So I was really going to end up going to Washington State, but like uh, when they start sending me letters, most of the letters that they send you, they want to know what high school you went to. You know, they want to know like <laughs> I was young, you know, I was young, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't have like I had my GPA was okay, but I didn't have a coach on me to tell me. Like, look, you have to stay on your GPA to go to this school. You know, I didn't know none of those. Really so where did the letters go? Did the letters come directly to you or they went to the high school? Yeah, they went, they, they, the letters came directly to my, cause my God, my Godfather, uh, uh, Kevin Bornhill, I got letters sent to his house and I got letters sent to my house. So they didn't okay. even go to the high school. They went straight to my house and straight to his house. Like okay, I got okay. all my letters sent there. So like, it was, it was like, I knew for a fact, it, like school was a big thing. Like high school was a big thing to me because I'm like, all right, I have all these letters. Like I was getting so many, like after my AU season, my after I got cut that year, that summer, after my 10th grade year, going into 11th grade year, I had started getting lots and lots of offers. Like I was getting like a lot of offers, but I couldn't, I couldn't get no offers. I couldn't really commit to any of them because I didn't know my, I didn't know my GPA had to be a certain way. I right, didn't know right, my right. SAT. You know, stuff the coach is supposed to tell you and teach you. Like I didn't have that. And my AU coach, mm-hmm. like, he, he just had us during the summer. He didn't have us during the year. So. I got you. Know, you. So um, with that, like, do you and Coach, I guess you say Coach Gainey, do y'all still yeah. talk now? Y'all talk now? It's like, nah. Yeah, like, nah, we don't really, I mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't really see him. Like, I uh, I, I talk to uh, his wife. When I see his wife, I love his wife. She's like, she real cool. Like, I love his wife. And I, I, I worked out with his daughter uh, last year in the summertime, me and Mo. We worked out with his daughter last, okay. uh, like last year. But I, I don't really see Coach Gainey much like now. So now we're going to go to this. Now you end up going to college and kind of tell us about the college life and the pro life. Okay. Um, so I had, I had my AAU season my, after my senior year. I didn't, I, I couldn't commit anywhere because of my GPA. So I knew I had to go to my junior college. So uh, I had me and my, me and my God brother KJ, we made so many, I had highlights. I had videos. I used to uh, make my little brother, uh, my little brother come to with me to my AAU trips and just record all the games. So, during this time, like my little brother, he coming to Florida. We in the Nationals, Florida. We going to uh, North Carolina. Like we was like number two in North Carolina. And like during this time, I'm making my little brother come with us on trips to record a game. I bought a camera, a little camera. Creator, creator, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty I, dope, I bought a little dope. camera. Huh? 
I said it's pretty dope, but go ahead, finish, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I bought a little camera. I bought a little camera, and I, like I used to make him come with us to the games, and he recorded the game. So I made like a highlight, and I mean, when I made a highlight, I knew I couldn't go D one. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna send my highlight because in high school everybody want to go D one. So right, right, right. I had that same mentality, so I'm like, all right, cool. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a highlight. I'm gonna send it to every D one junior college in the country. Like I sent my highlight to every like I sat <laughs> down for almost. A month every day to send like email all these all these uh D1 uh JUCOs and just send my highlight to them. So I started getting people to like hit me up. And um my school in Kansas, Northwest Kansas Tech, it's like in the middle of nowhere. But they like a D1 uh junior college or whatever. So I sent it to them. They told me like to come try out for the junior varsity. And um I was like cool. Like I had maybe I think I had like maybe $150 to my name. That's all I had. And I like oh, man. the next day I bought a ticket, I bought me a plane ticket. I flew out there, you know, I, I, I had enrolled in school, like, before I got there. So I flew out there. Uh, I tried out for the team. Well, I basically didn't try out. They had, like, scrimmages. And, like, mm. I'm, like, the people that's on varsity, they got, like, D1 offers. I'm, like, I'm killing them. And, like, they end up, uh, I end up making the varsity team. Like, so I'm on varsity, but I was a six-man. And I think um, I averaged about 12 and, like, four, 12 points, four rebounds uh, coming off the bench my first year. And then um, my second year, when I went back, uh, I averaged, what, 20 and 8 or something like that. And I ended up getting, like, a lot of – I had a lot of D1. Alpha. I had North State. I had uh, Jonestown State. I had Ohio State. I had uh, – what else? I had uh, Central, North Carolina Central. I had UNC, uh, Charlotte. I had a lot of offers in, out of my junior college. But I ended up taking the school in Arkansas, like, because my brother, my brother uh, Darius, we end up like saying we were just gonna go to school together. We gonna play together. Okay. So I took the school in Arkansas, and basically uh, that's where I ended up going to. And I would play there for two years, and that was I love Arkansas. Like Arkansas is they 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 greeted me well. I love that they treated me like 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 royalty down there. So you like that? You basically took yeah. your career in your own hands, and now you're playing pro ball. And that's why, I like, like your, your story is pretty unique because you really literally had – you had no choice but to take your career in your own hands because you didn't have no high school film or nothing, like, on the high school level. On the, on the North Carolina High School Basketball Association, high school mm-hmm. association, you couldn't even do that. So how's the pro career going on, man? And what, what are your next steps in playing pro? Because you're playing pro now from Arkansas State. So you did all this through this journey to actually make it pro now. Like, how's the pro life? Uh, the pro life is it's it's amazing. Like I love like I my first year I went to uh, Ukraine, but I was I think they had just got finished with a war, so they sent us back. And um uh, after that, I just I just finished my season in Indonesia. I averaged with twenty and twenty and eight in Indonesia, and like uh, it's 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 amazing, man. Like I, I I can't even explain it. Like when I where I was at, like it's like they just love you so. I love Indonesia so much because like I had like and they treat you like. But when you go over there, especially in Asia, like they treat you like you a god over there. Like I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it so much. Like I had, I had a chef, I had a, I had a masseuse, I had a driver, I had all of this. Like I never thought I have none of that. Like coming. You from ain't got that right now, do you? You ain't got that right like, now. We do. I ain't got it right now. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> oh man, so. Uh... <laughs> so with that being said, man, what is something? Cause your story is amazing and. What would you want to tell future people who have to go through that same cycle that you had to go through? What would you tell the viewers that they need to know from you, Montreal? Um, basically, just, like, don't give up. Like, sometimes 
you gonna have your back against the wall and you're gonna feel like like you can't do it anymore but i'm telling you it's it's really worth it like all the grinding all the getting up at five six in the morning two three workouts a day all of it you, you might think like it ain't worth it but it's worth it like it's just i i didn't have nothing i had a dollar in a dream and that was it i didn't have no offers i didn't have i didn't have none of that coming out of high school like so I feel like I should tell you, like the youth and people who I like, get like discouraged about themselves when it comes to playing ball. Mm -hmm. Like anybody can do it. Like don't just think just because you're you're five nine and it's, it's gonna be tougher. Like you just gotta play, go harder. Basically, just keep going hard and keep going at it. Don't give up. And that's basically everything I did. So just keep going at it. Roll thoughts with Montreal Williams. Taking your career in your own hands is not a bad idea. With that being said, that is all for the Raw Mind Sports Podcast. Thank you. And Montreal, thank you again, man, for bringing us this very raw story. Raw thoughts from Montreal Williams, and we're out. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and today I got a guy by the name of Montreal Williams. Some of you may know him for his viral video overseas going across a man like he was Vince Carter or somebody, you know, but he's from my local area, the 252. He's out of Rocky Mount as well and all. His story is quite interesting, man, because he didn't take the normal route to go to college to play basketball. It was it was a weird situation. So, Montreal, how you doing today, man? It's good to have you on the show. It's good to be here, man. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That is great, man. That's great. So, like I was saying, your journey was kind of interesting, so the viewers are listening. Let's talk about your journey. Let's talk about how it all started. When did you love the game of basketball? Where did it start? Uh, I, mean, I loved the game of basketball since I was about three or four. I started, uh, I don't know, I can't even tell you, man. Like, I know we was, we was moving <laughs> everywhere. We moved, my mom moved around everywhere. So I know I started dribbling the ball, but basically dribbling the ball around this, I used to stay in Scotland, North Carolina. Okay. You know, it ain't, it ain't really nothing down there. So you know, I, I used to just dribble, you know what I'm saying? Just dribble. And just walk around dribbling the ball, and that, I, it went from there. I got you. I got you. I had my grandma and all them. I got well, the older family, the ancestors, as I should say, they from um, Scotland, but mm -hmm. I, I had never been down there. But um, let's talk about your high school journey, man. Um, and it was weird, right? So like, let, let, let's dive into that. And um, I'm just trying to figure out like, I know you didn't play varsity basketball. I know you didn't play basketball on the big stage on the varsity level. But you end up going to college to play basketball. So let's talk about all this, the sequence of events that happened, like, between that time frame while you was in high school overall. All right. So uh, <laughs> my name grade year, <laughs> my name grade year, I, I, I didn't play my name grade year. Um, my 10th grade year, I actually, you know, I played AAU. I played AAU all four years. So I played for the Raptors, Tar River Raptors. And um, it was out of Rocky Mountain or whatever. And um. Basically, I tried out for the team my uh, sophomore year, and um, one of my homeboys, he was like kind of a star player. Mabry, he was a star player of Rocky Mountain, you know. So he always right, right. used to tell me like, "Yo, you need to try out for the team." So I tried out, you know. I made the junior varsity team, and um, me and me and coach, me and the coach, we never really got along. I, I wouldn't say like we never, mm -hmm. he never really liked me that much, Coach Gannon. Like, Ooh. and I always thought he was cool or whatever, but right, right. He didn't really like me uh, much, I guess. And um, I played, so I played for uh, Coach Cruder. Coach Cruder was our coach name, Coach C. And um, okay. it was like we had a real, you know, was, we had a bond or whatever. And um, I played half the season. I cut my hair, you know, because you had to cut your hair to play at Rocky Mountain. So, oh, wow. You did? Yeah. 
Oh boy! Oh boy! Finish up. Let's go. Keep. Yeah, let's let's dive in. Hair. <laughs> so he uh, told us we had to cut our hair or whatever, or you had to have an afro. Basically, you can't have like uh, uh cornrows. You can't have dreads. None of that. So I cut my hair, and um, he, I played half the season. I think I averaged about twenty. I'm mean, 30 points a game, something like that. And um, some of the some of the players who played with me, they got moved up to varsity, and that they that kind of like drew a red flag. I'm like, okay, I'm the I'm the leading scorer on varsity. You know, I'm doing I'm like basically contributing more than the people on varsity doing on varsity. So I'm I understand why he didn't move me up. So um, hmm. I used to ask Coach Cooter like, Yo, why why I'm not getting moved up? You know, some of the guys who's coming off the bench on JV, they going to varsity. Like, what's going on? And he like he didn't really know. So uh, I was like, man, you know, I'm going to just keep working. So during in the middle of the season, I think maybe around Christmas or something like that, uh, I, had got, I had got in trouble in school for talking. I was talking in class. And mm-hmm. um, I got sent to ISS, which is in-school suspension. And um, after that, he just – I had – he told me uh, the, the head coach or, or the varsity, he was our uh, athletic director. So he called me to his office and was like, you know, you're no longer on the team, you know. And I was like – I didn't even get suspended. I just, you know, I was just talking. I just had to sit in the ISS, and he was just like, "No, you're just, you're no longer on the team." So, I was just like, "Man, you know, okay, I'm gonna just work from AAU." So, I kept playing AAU in the summers. I was getting like a couple looks from D, a couple D1s. I had like Washington State, Delaware State. I had uh, a couple like D1s or whatever, like like really interested in me out of high school, and it was because of AAU. And I tried out again my my 11th grade year after he cut me. I tried out again my 11th grade year and the, the cuts came out and I didn't make it, you know? And mm. during that time, it, they they really didn't have nobody. Like it was just, you know, Tayshaun had left, had and committed to Rhode Island. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try to try it again. And I didn't make the team and, you know, mm. it kind of, it kind of put a toll on you when you like, all right, okay, I'm doing all this. Like I'm playing, we playing pick up, we doing all this and I'm doing all this to the varsity players. Like why ain't, like why ain't make the team? And it kind of like, put me down a little bit. I was kind of like sad about it. And um, I talked to my grandma and I talked to my, my AAU coach Watson and coach Terrence. And it was just like, man, mm. just keep going, you know, you don't, don't let it stop you. So that's my whole high school, like basically story. Wow. That's a lot to, to unravel. So like, let's talk about like, how do you feel like for, I mean, I, I don't know the situation at senior high, whatever, but from what you say, I'm getting raw thoughts here. So like, mm-hmm. how did you feel about like, a person telling you you can't grow your own hair and like telling you not to grow your own hair and telling you that you can't play on the team unless you cut your hair. I know everybody has their own rules and stuff, but how did that make you feel like mentally? Like that's something that like makes you feel comfortable in yourself, right? So like, yeah. how do you feel about that? I mean, like I was a kid. So, you know, kids like they do little crazy stuff like with their hair, they like cornrows, you know, dreadlocks. So people do stuff like that, that define them. Like some people like dreads because like they maybe their dad or mom is like a Jamaican, so they have dreads or mm-hmm. they grow up always having hair just because like they like hair. Like some people just like that. So I felt like I kind of felt like I didn't I didn't like it. It's a lot of people that didn't play actually play for senior high because of that rule. And that senior high was the only school that had that rule. Like you couldn't have hair because my brothers, uh, Darius and, and Deshaun Freeman, they played at Northern. And they had like dreadlocks. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. senior high was basically the only school that you couldn't have. Like you couldn't have dreads or braids, and which I don't know what's what was that, that was more of a before? that was more of a coach move. That wasn't more of a school. That was more of the AD or something. That was like yeah, a, AD, it was yep. a, it wasn't mandated. It wasn't like they had that. Like that was a, a a rule that could not be like 
it was a rule they just created on their own, basically. Which is yeah, like, yep. Definitely, um, definitely. So how did that make you feel? Like you cut your hair off, and I'm pretty sure you love your hair. Then you get yeah. cut the next year. Like, did you feel like, why would I cut my hair for this, and I'm not even going here? How did that mentally make you feel? I mean, I was I was sad about that because I couldn't even grow my hair back. Like, I'm sorry about that. I couldn't even grow my hair back, so I was like, I was sad about that. Like, I couldn't like. It made me. It made me feel like, all right. For one, I could have went to. I could have went to any other school. Like I chose mm-hmm. to come here, and I chose to cut my hair, which was a big decision for me. And I sat down and talked to my mom and my grandma about cutting my hair, and I actually made the step to cut my hair. And for him to cut me in the middle of the season after I cut my hair, like I'm like, wow, I just wasted my time. Like I was real. I was mad. I was real mad about that. Whew, I can imagine that. And now you're. Uh... Without even playing varsity, you actually had a chance to go play D1 basketball. Like, this is this is what is unique because most people tell you play high school. Even if you play AAU, they tell you you play AAU to get looks. But the AAU or the college coaches usually come to the high school to really see you play. So they get their overall result of yeah. you in high school. So how did that work? And how did you manage to get? that type of blessing to where like you didn't even play high school basketball just to play AAU and a team still took a shot on you without even playing any high school basketball. Yeah, it was it was like me to me, I was like I was really surprised because when I started getting letters, like it was because of my AAU season I mean, my AAU team and like I knew some of the schools, like most of the schools that I was talking to, like Washington, I was like Washington State was like real heavy on me. It was interested me in me a lot. So I was really gonna end up going to Washington State, but like uh, when they start sending me letters, most of the letters that they send you, they want to know what high school you went to. You know, they want to know. Like me, I was young. You know, I was young, so yeah. I didn't. I didn't have like I had my GPA was okay, but I didn't have a coach on me to tell me like, look, you have to stay on your GPA to go to this school. You know, I didn't know none of those. Really so where did the letters go? Did the letters come directly to you? Or they went to the high school. Yeah, they went. They they the letters came directly to my because my god my godfather uh, uh Kevin Bornhill, I got letters sent to his house. And I got letters sent to my house. So they didn't okay. even go to the high school. They went straight to my house and straight to his house. Like okay, I got okay. all my letters sent there. So like it was, it was like I knew for a fact it, like school was a big thing. Like high school was a big thing to me because I'm like, all right, I have all these letters. Like I was getting so many, like after my AU season, my after I got cut that year, that summer, after my 10th grade year, going into 11th grade year, I had started getting lots and lots of offers. Like I was getting like a lot of offers, but I couldn't I couldn't get no offers. I couldn't really commit to any of them because I didn't know my, I didn't know my GPK had to be a certain way. I right, didn't know right, my right. SAT, you know, stuff coaches supposed to tell you and teach you. Like I didn't have it. And my AAU coach, mm-hmm. like, he, he just had us during the summer. He didn't have us during the year. So. I got you. Know, you. So, so um, with that, like, do you and coach, I guess you say coach Gainey, y'all still yeah. talk now? Y'all talk now is like, nah, yeah, like, nah, we don't really, I mean, I don't really, I don't, I don't really see him. Like I, uh, I, I talked to uh, his wife when I see his wife. I love his wife. She's like, she real cool. Like I love his wife, and I I, I worked out with his daughter uh, last year in the summertime. Me and Mo, we worked out with his daughter last okay. uh, like last year. But I, I don't really see Coach Gannett much like now. So now we're gonna go to this. Now you end up going to college and kind of tell us about the college life and the pro life. Okay. Um. So I had I had my AAU season my, after my senior year I didn't I I couldn't commit anywhere because of my GPA so I knew I had to go to my junior college so uh I had me and my me and my god brother KJ we made so many I had highlights I had videos I used to uh, make 
my little brother, uh, my little brother, come to with me to my AAU trips and just record all the games. So during this time, like my little brother, he coming to Florida. We in the Nationals, Florida. We going to uh, North Carolina. Like we was like number two in North Carolina. And like during this time, I'm making my little brother come with us on trips to record the game. I bought a camera, a little camera. Creator, creator, so, creator. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty I, dope. I bought pretty a little dope. camera. Huh? I said it's pretty dope. But go ahead, finish, yeah. man. <laughs> I bought a little camera. I bought a little camera, and I, like I used to make him come with us to the games, and he record the game. So I made like a highlight, and I mean, when I made a highlight, I knew I couldn't go D one. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna send my highlight because in high school everybody want to go D one. So right, right, right. I had that same mentality. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a highlight. I'm gonna send it to every D one junior college in the country. Like I sent my highlight to every like I sat hmm. down for almost. A month every day to send like email all these all these uh D one uh JUCOs and just send my highlight to them. So I started getting people to like hit me up. And um my school in Kansas, Northwest Kansas Tech, it's like in the middle of nowhere. But they like a D one uh junior college or whatever. So I sent it to them. They told me like to come try out for the junior varsity. And um I was like cool. Like I had maybe I think I had like maybe hundred and fifty dollars to my name. That's all I had. And I like oh, man. the next day I bought a ticket, I bought me a plane ticket. I flew out there, and um, I, I I had enrolled in school like before I got there, so I flew out there. Uh, I tried out for the team. Well, I basically didn't try out. They had like scrimmages, and like mm. I'm like the people that's on varsity, they got like D one offers. I'm like I'm killing them, and like they end up uh I end up making an varsity team. Like so I'm on varsity, but I was a six man, and I think um I averaged about twelve and like four twelve points, four rebounds uh, coming off the bench my first year. And then um, my second year, when I went back, uh, I averaged, what, 20 and 8 or something like that. And I ended up getting, like, a lot of – I had a lot of D1. I had North State. I had uh, Jonestown State. I had Ohio State. I had uh, – what else? I had uh, Central, North Carolina Central. I had UNC, uh, Charlotte. I had a lot of offers out of my junior college. But I ended up taking the school in Arkansas, like, because my brother, my brother uh, Darius – we end up like saying we were just gonna go to school together. We we're gonna play together. Okay. So I took the school in Arkansas, and basically uh, that's where I ended up going to. And I would play there for two years, and that was I love Arkansas. Like Arkansas is they 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 greeted me well. I love that they treated me like 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 royalty down there. So you like that? You basically took yeah. your career in your own hands, and now you're playing pro ball. And that's why, I like, like your, your story is pretty unique because you really literally had – you had no choice but to take your career in your own hands because you didn't have no high school film or nothing, like, on the high school level. On the, on the North Carolina High School Basketball Association. High school mm-hmm. association. You can't even do that. So, how's the pro career going on, man? And what, what are your next steps in playing pro? Because you're playing pro now from Arkansas State. So, you did all this through this journey to actually make it pro now. Like, how's the pro life? Uh, the pro life is it's it's amazing. Like I love like I my first year I went to uh, Ukraine, but I was I think they had just got finished with a war, so they sent us back. You know, after that, I just I just finished my season in Indonesia. I averaged with twenty and twenty and eight in Indonesia, and like uh, it's 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 amazing, man. Like I, I I can't even explain it. Like when I where I was at, like it's like they just love you so. I love Indonesia so much because like I had like and they treat you like. Well, when you go over there, especially in Asia, like, they treat you like you a god over there. Like, I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it so much. Like, I had I had a chef. I had a, I had a masseuse. 
I had a driver. I had all of this. Like, I never thought I'd have none of that. Like, coming you ain't got that right now, do you? You ain't got that right now, will do you? I ain't got it right now. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> so with that being said, man, what is something? Because your story is amazing. And what would you want to tell future people who have to go through that same cycle that you had to go through? What would you tell the viewers that they need to know from you, Montreal? Um, basically, just, like, don't give up. Like, sometimes you going to have your back against the wall and you're going to feel like, like you can't do it anymore. But I'm telling you, it's, it's really worth it. Like all the grinding, all the getting up at five, six in the morning, two, three workouts a day, all of it. You, you might think like it ain't worth it, but it's worth it. Like it's just, I, I didn't have nothing. I had a dollar in a dream and that was it. I didn't have no offers. I didn't have, I didn't have none of that coming out of high school. Like, so I feel like I should tell you like the youth and people who I like, get like discouraged about themselves when it comes to playing ball, Mm -hmm. Like anybody can do it. Like don't just think just because you're you're five nine and it's, it's gonna be tougher. Like you just gotta play, go harder. Basically, just keep going hard and keep going at it. Don't give up. And that's basically everything I did. So just keep going at it. Roll thoughts with Montreal Williams. Taking your career in your own hands. Not a bad idea. With that being said, that is all for the Roll Mind Sports Podcast. Thank you. And Montreal, thank you again, man, for bringing us this very raw story. Raw thoughts from Montreal Williams, and we're out.